0: Okay, welcome to another episode of the I Beg to Differ podcast. My name is Rob Begg and in this episode I would like to talk about money. Money, money, money. The subject that's on everyone's minds but so often doesn't get talked about. It gets buried because typically when the money conversation is involved there's a lot of emotion around it. So I want to talk about a couple of money mistakes that I made for much of my life and I want to share them with you just to give you a perspective on money and how to make more of it, Uh, because much of my life was focused on money. How do I earn more money? How do I make more money? How do I have more of it? How do I hang on to more of it? And so on. And money was very much the focus. And it's actually only in relatively recent times that I've discovered that I learned it's never really about the money, because money is just... Money is an exchange of value. When we really get down to the nuts and bolts of what money is, it's an exchange of value. It was designed as an exchange of value. And actually, whilst I don't know too much about the history of it, my understanding is that money was designed as a form of convenience. At one time or other, if I wanted to go and buy a cow, I'd have to take with me whatever I was going to to the market or to the person who had the cow. I would have to take with me something that would represent value to the owner of the cow. So I might have traded my three goats for the one cow, or I might have traded 20 chickens for a goat, or three bags of flour for four chickens, or a pig, or whatever it is. You get the point. It's not. It wasn't that convenient back in the day, way back when, for us to just trade and exchange value. It meant, you know, if I wanted to go and buy a flock of sheep I would have to take something of an equivalent value which may have meant hiring a horse and cart to transport it and so on and so forth. So money really was designed as a form of convenience where I could put some coins or some notes in my pocket which had a, a value and where there was a common understanding of what that value was. You know one pound represented one cow or three sheep, or two goats, or eight chickens, or whatever it was, but there was a common understanding about how one could exchange money for goods. So money is really just, when we get down to it, it's an exchange of value, and yet what goes on in the world today is people are out in the world looking for a job that pays them more money. And certainly when I had my business, and in working with um, any number of business owners in the time I was a business coach, I became very aware that uh, employees come to the table once a year for salary or performance review with an expectation of being paid more money. There's an expectation that they're going to get a pay rise either because of inflation or because they feel because they got one last year, that they're entitled to one next year. You've got to keep pace with the cost of living. And yet the conversations that don't tend to happen, particularly in private businesses, are ones where The business owner says, yeah, I'd be delighted to pay you some more money. I really would. Um, Please tell me what you're going to give back to the business, give to me as the business owner, to enable me to pay you more money. How much more value are you going to add for this business? What would you like to do for this business that enables you to add more value so that we can pay you more money? Because in the private sector, what happens is Businesses go on paying people year on year more and more money to do the same job without necessarily getting more value back in exchange. So irrespective of what side of the fence you're on, maybe you're an employer with a team of people, and maybe you're on the other side of the fence and you're an employee, but my encouragement would be to go into these negotiations, to go into conversations, whether it's with uh, staff or with your boss or even with customers and people on the outside, and understand that actually if somebody's looking for more money, you're perfectly entitled to ask them what are they going to give you in terms of more value. And if you're an employee, go into the conversation saying, I'd really love to add more value for this business in a way that you can measure and is recognised so that you can pay me more money. Because I'd love to stay with the organisation, I'd love to be of more value, more, uh, have more input, have more responsibility, demonstrate my true worth and for you to be absolutely delighted to pay me more money as a result. Likewise, when we're going into negotiations, perhaps with our customers, and customers these days, they're, they're on one level, they're trained to ask for discount, but when, the, when they're asking for money off, I think we're perfectly entitled, when we're sitting on the supply side of the, um, of the equation, to say, okay, well, I'm happy to look at taking some money off the price, What part of the value, what would you like me to remove from our side so that I can do that? How would you like me to to change our value proposition so that I can give you a discount? So that was really what I wanted to talk about today in in money terms. It's really about value exchange. And there's a lot of compensation, which I may have talked about in a previous episode, but I'll repeat it again because I think it's so important. And it's based on three key things. The need for what you do, your ability to do it, and the difficulty there will be in replacing you. And the great thing about that is the need for what we do is typically externally driven. We don't need to concern ourselves with that. The need for what we do is invariably existing already. Our ability to do it is really the thing we need to focus on because our ability to do it if we focus on improving our ability, increasing our capability, increasing the value that we bring to those we do it for, we're going to be, by definition, we're going to be more difficult to replace. Now, some jobs we might be more easy to replace than others. Typically, the lower skills that are required to do the job, the easier we may be to replace. An elevator operator is probably going to be more easy to replace than a top neurosurgeon. But whatever it is we do, if we understand that if we just focus on our ability to get better, to do the job better, to deliver more value in a better, more efficient way, then we're going to be compensated accordingly. And if our current employer or current boss or the people we're currently surrounded by don't recognise that in us, we can can absolutely rest assured that somebody outside of our organisation soon will. If we go into the world with an attitude where we're just going to give our best, give the most value we've got, give our best to the job, show up as our best self, with, with an attitude of adding value for those we serve, whether it's our boss, our company, our customers, our clients, and just doing the best, then our, the value that we bring to the table will be recognized sooner rather than later. So that's it for money today. Money is an exchange of value. Perhaps I'll have another money episode in the coming week where I talk about money in a different light. What What, it, what is it about us impacts our relationship with money, our ability to earn it, how much of it we save, how much of it we spend, because there are plenty of people that don't earn very much that always seem to have lots of money. And there are plenty of people that earn a lot of money that never seem to have any. So why is that? And I'll get into that on another episode in the next few days. Uh, Feedback, welcome. Look forward to your feedback. uh, And I'll see you on the next episode.